the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, we're delighted to have you back with us here on Caregiver SOS on Air. Take 10 follows each of our regularly scheduled programs. Dr. Jamie Heisman is on vacation, will not be joining us today, but Carol Zerniel is not only filling in, she's on the show regularly anyhow as our co-host. I'm Ron Aaron. You wrote a really wonderful essay on communication. and It's my I, little blog. It was my little yeah. yeah. Essay sounds like I... It should be more formal. It, well, it was an essay. For our caregiver, our connections, which yes. is our, our newsletter. Sorry, signals, signals, hello. Signals hello. newsletter um, that goes out to caregivers and people hmm. can ask for that and go to caregiversos.org and, you know, request to be on the mailing list. And I do a blog and I did actually recently talk about communicating. I read a lot of your stuff. Um, I don't have to, but I do. And that was a wonderful piece. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. You know, we we were talking, um, I think it was last week when we were talking to one of our guests about she recorded her mom and these conversations that she had with her mom. Um, and the yard, you Kathy know, Borey. Kathy Borey, that's right, um, from Canada. And I recently spent uh, some time with my mom who has Alzheimer's and really did rediscover communication because we just take it for granted. We think, oh, we talk. You know, and, and we don't put any effort into it most of the time. So when you are, are working with an elderly person and they don't even have to have Alzheimer's, if they are hard of hearing, if they're deaf, if they've had some sort of a speech impairment, like from a stroke, um, if they have Alzheimer's where they can't understand the words, there are so many times those of us who are caregivers are trying to communicate with somebody that may not understand us, may not be able to hear us, may not be able to respond. And so we have to actively engage in communications. You know, we, you're a professor in college, Ron, so you probably taught communications. I um, did. Business communications or communications in broadcasting. Both. You know, it's it really, there's a science behind it. Well, not only that, uh, and you find this in, in hiring people, uh, those who are the who can write, and there's so few people today who can write, who know how to communicate, are, are invaluable. Oh, absolutely. So when you're dealing with somebody that has some sort of a deficit, then we have to change our communication style. And Kathy was talking um, last week about uh, her mother in these conversations and how her mother seemed to be speaking in some sort of imagery and poetry, um, and she would have to think, what does she really mean by that in this kind of colorful language that didn't make sense maybe at first blush, but then when she thought about it, she could kind of understand the meaning behind it. Um, and and I was talking in the blog about, you know, the things that my mother would say and, and trying to figure out, you know, they're like repetitive questions. What does she, what does she mean when she says, you know, what time is it, what time is it, what time is it? And it was actually Dr. Uh, Nestor Pradario, who's a 
um, geriatric psychiatrist in Corpus Christi, extremely good with people with dementia, who mentioned that somebody who's repeating that what time is it question is really wanting you to, wanting to know what am I supposed to be doing? Um, and so it was that thought is, is what else is she trying to communicate to me? Um, my mother-in-law had Alzheimer's and one time we went to, to visit her and we walked in the house and the whole house was full of baby toys and baby clothes. She must have bought 25 different things, diapers, bottles, toys, and everything was labeled. And she was in her seventies and we said, um, what's going on here today? And she patted her stomach. She said, I'm going to have 92 babies. 92 babies. 92 babies. And we said, why do you think you're going to have 92 babies? And she goes, I can tell. And so, you know, we wrote that off. We're like, okay, this is one of those Alzheimer's things. She had gallstones. And she was communicating. I felt so, so terrible. So she communicating pain. She was telling us something's going on inside. It's in my stomach. I can feel it. And the only thing that she could relate to us was having babies. And I felt so badly that I didn't second guess or try to understand the, her motivation for saying that. She'd gone to a lot of work. It was apparently something, a very big deal. And we wrote her Efforts to communicate off is another interesting Alzheimer's story. And that was the wrong thing to do. And so this time when I was staying with my mom, I really tried to focus on what she might be saying behind the words and, and, and really kind of, you have to really be in the moment to do that. Um, when, when she wouldn't want to do something, you know, I was thinking, you know, maybe she doesn't remember how to do what it is I'm asking her to do. So in the blog, I kind of have this conversation of what my mom said right. as opposed, and what I think she really meant by what she was saying. And that's a whole, that's a whole different type of uh, dialogue that you're having when you're really focusing on the person and trying to understand what they were saying. Well, you're a speech really detective. Saying. Yeah, it's a speech detective. It's a it's a word detective. It's a meaning detective, um, and it it's something that we don't normally do. Except maybe when our kids are young, when they're just learning to talk. And what does ba 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 mean? Or you know, right. we're deciphering the two year old interpretation of words. Okay, what does it say? It again. What are you saying? And where we might be patient and we're excited about a kid learning to talk. Someone who is older and struggling to mu- communicate, sometimes we're not as patient with them. Well, in a sense, they've regressed uh, to that earlier speech where they can't quite tell you what they're thinking and feeling. And, and imagine how frustrating that could be. Must I'm, be terrible. Um, there are, you know, like ALS, uh, you know, if you've seen uh, any, of the, disease. The, yeah, the, any of the work for Dr. Hawking's and and having his voice automated, but imagine how terrifying it is to have to be to know what's going on and not be able to speak. Um, that would be terrifying. Or know that you're losing your ability to understand language, or um, ask having people ask you questions and you never know the answer. You it's like being that kid in school that a teacher calls upon you're scared to death. And you never, how miserable is it, you know, was it when we were in school and the teacher called on us and we weren't ready? I want to go back to something you said on our show just the other day. If you just joined us, you're listening to Take 10. We follow each of our Caregiver SOS shows with Take 10. Normally, Dr. Jamie Heisman 
joins Carol Zerniel and me, Ron Aaron. He is on vacation, so uh, we're doing fine without him. You hear us at 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Uh, you said the other day, as, as we were talking about uh, about some of this, that uh, you have to understand what people are saying. you got to get behind what they're saying. Uh, you need to interpret what they're saying. That's right, and that, that goes into very active listening, into hearing. Sometimes we talk about reading between the lines, um, and so sometimes we have to hear between the words. Uh, and we have to, you have to really be open to the other person, and that's not something that we normally do when we're just listening on a day-to-day basis. So it's really, you have to really participate. And, and not only do you have to participate, but you still have to do the basic communication things. Like um, I mentioned my mom wears a hearing aid. She has, she's and you wrote hearing. about it was broken. And she, well, she we, washed we, it. We washed it. Somebody washed it in a washing machine. So she's there without Not her, good. She's her there without aid. her hearing aid. I mean, she's having trouble understanding. And too often, we really don't take the trouble to communicate well with older people. Mm-hmm. Which, how many of us like to talk to somebody from the other room? My husband will come running in the studio right now and go, "That's her. She's the culprit. She's the one that tries to talk to me from the other room." Um, and it's really not fair. We have to create an environment to communicate. Like I need to be in the same room. And, and I, and this really, you know, we talk about problem behaviors when we're dealing with people that have some, um, these deficits. If I'm in the same room and I'm looking at you and I'm communicating and not only am I communicating with my words, but you can see my face. You know, I'm I'm trying to smile at you or maybe I have something important to tell you. You can see mm-hmm. that in my face, even if you may not understand the words. So we have to set up an environment where we can actually communicate and understand each other. You have to talk to your husband because my wife does something very similar. It may be a woman thing. Yeah, I it don't could know. be a woman thing. It could be. Yeah. And I will say, as I'm sure Ernie says, would you please come here or I'll go That's there? Right. I, I can't hear you. That's right. And see, for, for you, you can actually say that. For some people that we're caring for, they can't say that. They're not going to ask that question. And I have done them an incredible disservice by not coming in and respecting them and their ability to communicate. Well, for those who want to see the blog again, how, how do they find it? It's a wonderful piece. You can piece. go to caregiversos.org and we post our my blogs. Jamie's blogs are all there for you to see. Well, thank you for writing it. Thank you. You're listening to Caregiver SOS On Air, brought to you by the WellMed Charitable Foundation. This is Take 10, and we follow each of our programs with Take 10. You hear us on 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.